Rich, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. I, uh, I look better and better every day. Another state, <laughs> another easy Trump win. So all those months that I implored people like you and King and Deedle to stop wasting my time with these other candidates, <laughs> I look better and better every day, don't I? Yeah. So Haley was significantly off her 40%. In South Carolina, which showed, one, there was an advantage to her being from South Carolina. And, two, she campaigned a lot in South Carolina, spent a heck of a lot of money in South Carolina. And this is an indication, I think, that, you know, as as the uh, the states pile up and it's harder to focus on one state, her number is going to go down and, and begin to, to match more her national number and national polling. She's like 15 percent against Trump. So this this uh, you're right, Sid, this, this thing has been over for a long time. And, uh, you know, th- th- this is just uh, – it's just formality at this point. Super Tuesday is coming up, and uh, 15 states are in play on Super Tuesday. And uh, the polls, which have been very accurate so far, very accurate, have Trump winning every state. And some of them, you ready for this, Rich? A margin of up to 60 points. 60. Yep. Now, I think that her one chance, I was just looking this up, uh, Washington, D.C., goes this weekend so maybe she'll Please. she'll win washington dc otherwise she'll get shut out by massive margins and and as as you might recall i thought she would drop out before south carolina could be humiliating to lose south carolina which is clear she was going to do but she's going to stay through super tuesday but I, I can't see any possible case for staying longer than that see i can't because what she's going by it's really sick and twisted and as a republican i'll never forgive her for this ever but she's actually hoping that Donald Trump implodes. And whether it's one of his lawsuits or whether he just gets into some other trouble, she hopes that when they get the convention this summer, that if Trump, for some reason, is ousted, that she automatically becomes the nominee because she's the only other one sticking around and getting votes. So this uh, biatch, who I'll never, ever, ever forgive, is sticking around and will stick around, I believe, past Super Tuesday in the hopes that our guy, who's got the best chance to win, implodes. Well, I think there are two things. One, that that's part of the rationale. And it, it wouldn't work if, if Trump implodes. Again, if he's struck by lightning tomorrow, what would happen is DeSantis, Vivek, maybe some others all get in, you know, with an eye to the convention. And there's no way Nikki Haley is going to win at a uh, convention. She wouldn't be able to unite the party. Two, she's looking, I think, to 2028 and being able to say, you know, I told you I was the lone voice in the wilderness if Trump loses in November, which is which is certainly possible, but I don't think that would work either. 2020 is a very long time from now. No one, you know, people like you aren't going to say, oh, thank you, Nikki. Thanks for saying he was going to lose. You know, we're, we're with you now. So I don't think either of these theories work. Rich Lowry, the editor of the National Review, is how the DHS release as much information as possible. Mallorcas, that creep, who should be in prison, mind you, let alone impeach in prison, about this illegal who murdered that beautiful nursing student down in Georgia last week. So they're going to ask for that. You think they get it? Um, I think they probably will. Um, I mean, that case is just, it's so heartrending. And the, the media coverage has been a disgrace. You know, the AP in his initial story just referred to this guy as a, a resident of, of a Georgia town down there. And, um, 
you know, you've had people say, oh, you know, citizens can commit crimes too, which obviously is true, but doesn't uh, make it any better. This guy never should have been here on on various junctures. He he should have been uh, detained and deported, and it never happened, and this awful tragedy occurred. I mean, the guy is a, a monster. And one of the networks I saw, believe it or not, actually said, why are you guys so caught up in the fact that he's an illegal how insensitive are you? There's a young girl who's dead. Shouldn't that be the story? Are you kidding me, Rich? Really? Like, we don't care that she's dead? Of course we do. But why is she dead? But rather than discuss that, the liberals go, you're disgusting. The girl is dead. You want to talk about illegals? Which, by the way, anytime there's a shooting, especially in a school, it takes liberals about 10 minutes to talk about the Second Amendment and gun control. But I actually heard that on a network, how disgusting we were for actually talking about this guy being an illegal. Yeah, I mean, this if, if the laws had been enforced, you know, a year ago, whenever it is he came in, it never would have happened. And, and there's, we're supposed to believe that's irrelevant? <laughs> it's irrelevant, right. Central to the whole yeah. tribe. You're insensitive, Rich. You're a bad man. But, of course, <laughs> the, the, real, the real big one today is the Hunter Biden deposition under oath behind closed doors. He wanted this. He's going to get it. And I, I watched Jim Jordan with Comer on with Maria Bartiromo on Sunday. And they discussed a whole bunch of issues, stuff we've known from Miranda Devine to Bobolinsky's interview with Tucker Carlson uh, to Devin Archer. Now you got new names popping up, Alexander Smirnoff, who, who was just arrested. You got uh, the other guy, Galanis, he's in jail. So new names are popping up. But the story remains the same, that the Bidens... Uh, used uh, a peddled influence by using the name, even uh, promised in certain cases to put Joe Biden, not Jimmy or Hunter, Joe Biden on the board. Mm-hmm. And they believe that the Bidens committed all these crimes. My fear is, is that Hunter will take the fifth a lot today. Yep. Yeah, he'll, he'll deflect um, and take the fifth. And it's kind of crazy. You know, th- this guy is under, obviously, has major criminal vulnerabilities under indictment. So to have him testify in any setting <laughs> is a major risk. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think he'll, he'll, uh, he'll probably take the fifth, but, but Jim Jordan will know, know, knows more than, than both of us. No, he does, and so does Comer. But, again, it's, though the question becomes, will this go anywhere? If it goes anywhere in the House, we all know it's going to die in the Senate anyway. Both Bartiromo and Devine on this show agree with me about that. But I think the consensus is is that it needs to be out there. People need to hear this, even mm-hmm. though the reality is there'll probably be no repercussions at all. None. Yeah. So, so what's what's happened is is very good. They've. Um, unearth a lot of new information and that that's that that that's what's happened here that's the success you know he's not going to be impeached and removed that's a, a pipe dream obviously but the information's on the record and now it's it's up for the, the public to absorb it disregard it take it into account not take it account make make their judgment but at least they know much more about this and it was you know an effort to cover up and lie about it from the very beginning um, that they would have gotten away with if they if republicans hadn't taken the house and hadn't um, prosecuted a really good investigation. I mean, I think it's been impressive. I couldn't agree more. Rich Lowry is always excellent appearance. I know it wasn't Monday, it was Wednesday, but it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what day of the week it is. You're always great, buddy. Thank nice you so day. much. Talk soon. Talk next week. Take care. There he is, the editor of the National Review. He's on TV a lot lately. He's very good on TV. He's great. It's like he is on radio, and he's a great writer, too, my friend, Rich Lowry.